Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Wait, 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 wait. We've got such a great show for everybody today. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat. I'm the host of the Dr. Pat Show. Also, yeah, started this network transformation, uh, radio.fm, a bunch of years ago. And so I'm like totally loving my life. I'm so thrilled to be here in front of all of you. You are the best listeners on the planet. We've got two things that we're going to bring to you today on the Dr. Pat show. And they're two very important messages. Later on at the 11 o'clock, you're going to hear from Sherry Clark about what it means to have the courage to be seen. And here's what I want to say. If you say yes to have the courage to be seen, then you are going to have to learn some new things. That's what Stacy Abrams is all about. So if you want to succeed, like just let's say that word succeed, if you want to succeed, and then you want to be visible, and then you want to think about having the courage to be seen, then you may have to change up a few things. So how do we increase workplace productivity, creativity, clarity through the power of mindfulness. Um, Look, I did a a short interview this morning. And what I said to the folks that were that I was interviewing, I said, you know, we do these 15 minute interviews, they're called part of our good news segment. They're like the short version of mindfulness and information, so that you can make educated and informed decisions. But Mindfulness goes beyond information. And what that means is that there's a sense of peace. There's a sense of calm. There's a sense of being true to who you really are, understanding who you really are, and and then knowing that I am purposefully showing up as who I am. So if you're anything like me and you've had well, let's just say, kind of worked my way up the corporate ladder. Then what I did was I I, I started my own business, but I also worked for a a very, very, very uh, powerful consulting firm uh, here in the Pacific Northwest. And one of the things that I can tell you is that I did not have Sandy Abrams tools. I did not have that. I did not have what we're about to talk about today. Um, I did not even understand that I needed to have them. But if you're she, an entrepreneur, author of Your Idea, Inc., contributor to the Huffington Post, if you are all about that, about how to thrive globally, if you are that, then one of the things you better be looking at is how do I breathe to succeed? Sandy, it's great to have you. Thank you so much, Dr. Pat. It's a pleasure to be with you. 
So look, um, you know, one of the things that I'm learning, uh, again, is the power of this book that you put together. And what I love about what you put together is, uh, you know, Ariana Huffington said this, right, uh, a number of different ways. But, you know, we need to have effective ways to make mindfulness part of our lives. So uh, it's one thing to say, ah, oh, Sandy, need to have mindfulness part of my That's not it. That used to be like 10 years ago, maybe 20 years ago. The key word is effective. I want to ask you this. Um, writing a book like this and taking this message out, there's always a story. Always. I would be shocked if there wasn't. Here's my question for you. You know, what is it that you personally, this longtime entrepreneur, you know, this author, this writer, this businesspreneur, this coach, all of the above, the workshop, what challenge, what obstacle did you, Sandy, what did you have to overcome to bring you to this moment to be talking about a book, Read to Succeed? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> um, and thank you for that wonderful intro. Um, yeah, my personal journey to yoga started 30 years ago, and my philosophies in Breathe to Succeed are how I take the tools from yoga that I learned on the mat and then took them off the mat and into my entrepreneurial life, and that's where the magic began. But my personal story, as you mentioned, is that this did not come easily for me. Uh, when I started yoga, I was and still am a very fast-paced mindset, and I was a busy entrepreneur. And when I was in yoga class, the very last pose in yoga class called Shavasana, it's three or five minutes where you just lie still at the end of practice. And I was known as the girl who left class right before Shavasana because I could not lie still. I wasn't wired for it. I didn't respect stillness. I just, I didn't see the value in the last five minutes of class lying still. And the teachers began to ask me, why are you leaving before Shavasana? It really is the most important pose in yoga. So after several teachers asked me to stay, I decided out of respect for the practice and the teachers, I better give this thing a shot. And it was there in Shavasana that I closed my eyes and I mm -hmm. took three deep breaths and I actually went inward and found this feeling of wholeness and groundedness and empowerment inside my belly, this feeling I have never, ever felt before. And it was this aha moment that made me think, wow, look at that powerful energetic shift that I did in three deep breaths. I wonder where else I can use the power of this effective tool in business. And that's where I began to utilize the power of breath and mindset in business. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, I love that you shared that because we got to do something. We got to do something uh, the way that we are showing up in the workplace. Uh, yes. You know, I'm not saying that's everybody. I don't like to generalize. I know you don't either. But I want to say that we just got the latest anxiety report, the latest global anxiety report. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, people like me with my background, <laughs> You know, every once in a while we study things 
And so my area of study happened to be the consequences of broken promises and what that leads to from the terms of stress, well-being, lack of commitment, betrayal, and I can go on. But recently, this anxiety study said, guess who's number one? Anxiety and stress, the United States. Now, having said that, how do we, or how do you, or how have you, how have you created a conversation for businesses to get their attention about this fabulous approach you've created? Thank you. Well, first of all, May happens to be Mental Health Awareness Month, so I'm so grateful to have this conversation with you today. And um, yesterday, I was at a Google office for part of their Mental Health Awareness Month initiative and um, talking about these tools. And the reason that I wrote Breeze to Succeed was Mm -hmm. after I wrote my first book, which was called Your Idea, Inc., to help first-time entrepreneurs start their own business, I began speaking at different um, entrepreneurial conferences and different events. And over the past couple of years, I saw exactly what you're talking about. I saw this new level of anxiety and stress and burnout, and it had become the new normal. And I thought to myself, you know, while I'm not like you, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a researcher, um, I'm not a scientist. However, I've practiced these tools for 30 years. I took yoga teacher training back in 1995, and these are tried and true tools that work. And so I felt called to step up as people are trying to work at the pace of technology today, and it's simply not sustainable. And so that's really what led to this book is exactly what you said, this state of, of chronic stress and high anxiety that we have come to accept as as the new normal. And it's just, it's not acceptable. We need to iterate. We need to step back for a moment and reconnect with ourselves and our mindset and not run on autopilot all the time or make decisions in haste while we're multitasking. And so that's what led to the book. And it's it's been such a pleasure. I've done workshops over the past year leading up to the launch of the book, and I've really learned so much more uh, information and, and data ab- about these pain points with everyone from small women entrepreneurial businesses to the highly competitive space of these Google and tech offices. Yeah. Look, this is really, I'm like so fired up about this. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, this is so important to me that I started a new show on Thursdays at noon. And uh, and you're probably thinking, really, you're doing another show? Because I'm already <laughs> doing 10 hours a week of radio on my own, plus running uh, a network with three channels, soon to be 10. But for me... It's because you're an inspiration and such a wealth of... Uh, of- so resourceful. So thank you for doing all of this and well, adding an additional thing. Well, thank you for doing it. But here's the thing I want to talk to you about when we come back, because I think this is where the confusion is, but you nailed it in your book. Look, there are some of us that look like we're so busy in the world that the word that they give, that others give when they're on the outside looking in, at, like at my life, they use the word overwhelm. But what they don't know is this thing that I do here 
is second to only one other thing I do in my life. And it's like breathing to me, breathing to me. But I still have to breathe to succeed. When we come back, we are going to take on what this means to breathe your goals to life. What does it mean to understand the power of your mind and breathe and fuel the energy of what Herbert Benson talked about, the trillions and trillions of synapses, things going on in a brain? What does it mean to breathe your way to that championship table tennis? Oh, is that about me? Oh, yeah. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Join the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie show. Tune in each month as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia Stephanie is a spiritual teacher, passionate speaker, published author, and founder of the Empower Network. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. Hi, I'm Laura Meeks, and the most common problem that my clients face is all work and no play. This is why I created Fly High Living. I help you develop a balanced life plan and guide you to a place where you love to wake up in the morning. Call 888-666-1570 or go to flyhighliving.com to sign up for the four-week Flight Plan for Life course. Do you want the knowledge and wisdom to understand where spirituality, science, and psychology intersect? Then join the Karmic Path Radio Show with Tina and Laura on TransformationTalkRadio.com Thursdays at 4 p.m. Pacific. Follow this charmingly, disarmingly dynamic duo as they explore how psychic ability, spirituality, and karmic law tie together. For more information on Tina, Laura, and their groundbreaking work, visit thekarmicpath.com. The truth is funny. Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living LLC. For more information about Karen, visit karenbenton.com. Learn and explore fascinating and practical uses of essential oils, how to use them, and how they can enhance your everyday life. The Oil Lounge was founded by three remarkable women with fascinating stories about how essential oils changed their lives. Tina and Laura from The Karmic Path have joined forces to educate the masses in the benefits of Young Living Essential Oils. For more information, visit theoillounge.com. Are you feeling stuck in unhealthy habits, toxic relationships, or low self-esteem? Do you crave a healthy relationship filled with inspiration? You might just be on the verge, on the verge of attracting your soulmate. Tune in each month to The Laura Richer Show, where dating coach Laura Richer share tools for using your dating breakdown for a relationship breakthrough. For more information, visit richerhealinghypnosis.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. I'm really thrilled to have all of you join us here today. Uh, Three deep breaths at key moments can be nothing short of miraculous with Sandy Abrams. And and not only that, uh, momentous, I want to say. 
because I, I want to share a little story with everybody, Sandy, in a minute. And then, Benny, uh, we're going to give away, uh, several copies uh, of the book away. But before we do, I want to make sure people, one, know how to get their own copy of the book and then know how to find out more about you, especially my business folks that listen so that they can call you and get you into their workplace to really get some stuff done. Tell us how we can find out more about you. Thank you. You can reach me at theceom.com. It's T-H-E-C-E-O-M.com. And I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at at Sandy Abrams, S-A-N-D-Y-A-B-R-A-M-S. Perfect. Okay. So look, um, one of the things that I'm struck by after I read your book and I read it again is how universal the application is. Would you say that? Would you agree to that, that this is a universal application slash approach for people? Absolutely. Okay. The reason I say that is because I used it on Saturday. And Hmm. here I am, I'm playing a very competitive doubles match. And every time I miss a ball, somebody's moaning and groaning about it, my partner in particular, not not hurtfully, but that's what they do. You know, you play a sport and somebody misses, they go, oh, like that, right? Mm-hmm. But I realized it got into my brain. And so I missed one, I missed another, I missed another, I missed another. And what I did was I remember reading parts of your book, right? And I, 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 I definitely in understanding the power of the mind. And I turned around, I walked away And I literally did what we're about to talk about. Everything about my demeanor changed. And then I went back to play and I was different. I want to ask you this question. I would like you to explain to folks how these steps that you've put in here, how this can not just miraculously change your demeanor, change your energy, change your perspective and change your mindset. Tell us about what you discovered about how this works, especially for the mind. Well, I love that story. Thank you for sharing that. It's, it's super powerful. And even someone like you, that just goes to show that, you know, we all, it is a practice and we all can use empowerment at different times and different moments. And that's all it takes. Yes, three deep breaths can truly be miraculous. I love that story. Um, The power of our mind is really incredible. And I never really knew how these tools worked for me all of these years. But in doing research for the book, Breathe to Succeed, I did look into uh, the science behind all of this. And I learned such a tremendous amount of information about the power of our mind. And when you pair the power of your thoughts and your mindset with mindful breathing, it becomes even exponentially more powerful. Um, I have this quote in the book I'd love to share really quickly. Um, I have pop-ups throughout the book that share some of the science that I learned, and it just scratches the tip of the iceberg, but it, it helps people realize that what you think matters tremendously. And the good news with that is that it's never too late to rewire your brain and switch out a negative dialogue if you have it and put in some positive thoughts. And um, there's in this 
it's science pop-up. Susan Reynolds, author of Fire Up Your Writing Brain, says, your thoughts form your character, how you operate in the world, how far you travel mentally, physically, and spiritually. You are what you think you are, and all of your actions proceed from thought. Your inner thoughts will always be reflected in your outer circumstances because self-generated changes in your life are always preceded by changes in the way you think about something. As far as your brain, every thought releases brain chemicals. I thought that was super powerful coming from someone, you know, who does the research and is in that science part of it, that we do need to become more self-aware of our thoughts because, as you said, you walked away from the table and then you came back empowered and look at the difference. If you had continued, likely there would have been a different outcome. And I want to talk about the different outcome because it is the different outcome that I believe is transferable to any situation in your life. I want to talk about this for a minute with you uh, because as you're talking about understanding the power of the mind in your book, but you're also talking about the fact that we underutilize the power of breath for success. One of the things I want to talk about is the ripple effect of why this technique is so important. So, so here's an example. We now know we live in the most anxious country in the world, according to the latest study on that, right? We also know that if you read any statistics whatsoever on depression and anxiety and anxiety medication, we now know where we stand with those. We also now know that there is a continuum of effects that can ha happen a ripple effect, so to speak, in wiring the brain. And so here's what is so important about what you're saying. Let's just take the workplace, Sandy, for a minute. Let's say you're in the workplace and there's something that happens. It could be anything. You could be a developer. It could be anything. You could be somebody in a call center, right? You could be like me. I was in the mailroom. It doesn't matter what you did, but something goes wrong. And that wrong thing probably hits you on top of getting your kids late to school, maybe putting on a pair, okay, this is for the ladies, Benny, not you, a pair of pantyhose only to find out you got a big old dang run going up there and you've got the top meeting of your life to go to. But this one little thing then starts to build up momentum. And I want to talk with you about this because you address it in your book. An incident is rarely an incident. How important is it to stop the bleeding? And what I mean by that is it could be the smallest of events, but we accumulate them. And that's why we are skyrocketing to the top of the anxiety list. Isn't that also the importance of your technique to be able to stop at any point in the ripple effect, whatever it is, to stop it? Exactly. It is very important that, as I mentioned, that we become self-aware of those thoughts because negative thoughts will deliver negative outcomes. It is it's science. And so as you become more self-aware of that fact and you'll start to see it happen in your life as you begin to breathe into more positive and empowering thoughts, um, it's, it's great because, yes, so you notice it, you check in with yourself, okay, I'm feeling, uh, you know, 
really insecure right now or full of fear or scared or frustrated, you stop. You just close your eyes, go inward, take three deep breaths, think a positive thought or visualize a positive word in your mind's eye and recalibrate and start again because then you just immediately let go of the negative energy and you've switched it to positive and you can move forward with new momentum. And um, I'd love to read one other quote yes, about beliefs and, the, yes. and the, how powerful they are. Um, it's from a study called The Biochemistry of Belief. And it says, beliefs are like internal commands to the brain as to how to represent what is happening when we congruently believe something to be true. In the absence of beliefs or inability to tap into them, people feel disempowered. We have the power to choose our beliefs. Our beliefs become our reality. So it is really important that even if you're not feeling it, even if you're not feeling empowered or confident or strong, when you tell yourself, I am empowered, I am confident, I am worthy, I am ready, and you believe that, your mind and body will act accordingly. Well, and, and you know, one of the things I love is, I, it, you know, when you're talking about this, you're talking about pinpointing any moment of any day in any thought, right? And tapping into the power of breath for success. But more importantly, to tap in to that underutilized power of breath one instant at a time. And, and, and I want to ask you this, Sandy, and talk about this when we come back from break. So often people have been turned away or have been turned off by the idea of meditation. And I'm just going to use that word because it's taken on, uh, it's actually a misnomer uh, for, 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 for what I've experienced and seen the Dalai Lama do. And part of it is that there are techniques as the one you're talking about that instantaneously can shift an energy. And that's what we're going to talk about when we come back. We're going to talk about how we've now made scientific milestones, right? And, I, and we're going to talk about this. I want to talk about how we can rewire, 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 rewire. But when we come back, we're going to talk about the pitfalls of the mind. We're going to talk about the effect of our digital society. That's right. That phone, that thing that you cannot put down, not for dinner, not going to sleep, not going to the movies. Yep, that person that was sitting in front of me the other day. None of that. You cannot put that down. And I want to bring back a pager. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Introducing the Lucid Planet, a digital gathering place featuring cutting-edge, high-vibrational content that will empower and inspire you to become the greatest version of yourself. Visit the Lucid Planet today to stimulate your mind, body, and soul as you connect with a global community of like-minded people. The Lucid Planet is edited by renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly Neff, who is here to help you cope with anxiety, connect to your higher purpose, uncover your true passions, and live your dreams. Dr. Kelly's fresh, compassionate perspective emphasizes growth, transformation, healing, and thriving. 
even in the face of adversity. Say goodbye to bad news and low vibrational media for good and become part of the larger collective of people working together to navigate the global shift of consciousness and transform the world from within. Join the planet, the Lucid Planet. Visit thelucidplanet.com. Welcome home. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Are you ready to consistently tap into the transcendent place where your whole being is available to you and act as a higher level of ability and performance physically, cognitively, emotionally, and effectively? Then join us on ClearSpeak Talk Radio with Dr. Jeanette Wolf on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in every fourth Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to JeanetteWolf.com, Quantum Body, to sign up for your whole health mentoring. Are you ready to shift your current beliefs about death? From debilitating pain and loss? Follow Angie Corbett Kuiper as she shares that through choice, present moment awareness, and keeping an open mind that anything is possible, even in death. Tune in to Beyond Proof Radio with Angie, redefining death and loss every first and third Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more, visit BeyondProof.com. The vibration of change, that magical place where life shifts from struggle to ease, from stagnation to forward movement, from old ways of being to new ways of becoming. If you're like I am, it can be rather elusive to get there, but when you are in it, you feel it down to your very core, don't you? And it can positively affect everything in your life, from your relationships to your health and well-being, from your career path to your abundance. From the quality of that inner connection to the fullness of your self-expression. On the Christine Upchurch Show, we explore ways to get into that vibration of change with experts in the fields of consciousness, psychology, spirituality, health, healing, and science. Join me, Christine Upchurch, every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on KKNW AM 1150 and Transformation Talk Radio and learn new ways to step into your vibration of change. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Uh, Breathe to succeed. And what I love about what Sandy has done, Sandy Abrams, who is the author of this book and, and, and others, what I love about this is bringing mindfulness to the moment of time we live in today. You know, clearly, if you look at the relaxation response, what Her- Herbert Benson wrote decades ago, You know, he was very clear. He literally changed the landscape of government to get the attention through his science, through his studies to say, we need to do something. I think they gave him $10 million like in 19, I don't know, 90 something to to be able to say there is an issue. There's something that needs to happen. But now let's fast forward to the digital age that I don't think he could have even predicted. And what we now need is we need a response, we need a solution that's going to address the millions and millions and millions of people of all ages, but especially our youth, 
that could learn this from Sandy and literally change their day multiple times a day. And that's what Breathe to Succeed is about. Benny, let's start by giving a copy away. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Um, Sandy, before we jump ahead and take people through how this works, exactly how, um, how can people find out more about you and certainly get a copy of the book? You can get a copy of the book uh, at any of the independent booksellers or any of the big booksellers, Amazon.com. And um, it's also available in Audible online as well. And you can reach me at theceom.com or on Twitter or Instagram at, at Sandy Abrams. And I welcome any feedback, thoughts, suggestions, questions from readers. Okay. Digital world. I don't even know how to describe it. The only thing I could think about is, is this. I did go to the movies the other day, right? Saw a comedy. Uh, still can't get in to see the Avengers. So I'm going to wait. But I went to see a comedy. <laughs> and, um, and, and so I don't get up at the end of the movie. I sit there. I mean, clearly people sit there when they think the, um, what do you call it, the credits are going to roll and you're going to find out something like about a movie. But I just like to sit there. I, don't, I, I just got done watching a movie. And I just like to sit there. And I realize I'm the only one and Linda were the only two people in the movie still sitting there. And I thought to myself, I need this moment to just kind of take in what I just saw, right? Mm -hmm. But that is something that is so hard to do. And I'm not kidding. I mean, the cell yep. phone that, like, you know, you turn that cell phone off, man. You know, like, I mean, can you imagine we even get annoyed at people that will bring and turn their cell phone on? That's why I'm saving, saying we need to bring pagers back for doctors <laughs> and people that need yeah. people are saying, what is she talking? What's a pager? A pager <laughs> back for people that need to be paged. Uh, but look, what's yeah. the effect of the digital world? What is it? What is the effect in your opinion? What's the effect? Of, uh, how, what, what's going on? The effect is tremendous. Um, it's overwhelming. And I talk about in the book, obviously, the science behind it, how it affects our brain. And I also talk about my own personal love-hate relationship with tech. Technology is wonderful. We have all the resources we could possibly need at our fingertips 24-7. But... At the same time, our devices are dictating where our attention goes now. We are constantly distracted with pop-ups and buzzing and vibrations, and um, we, we, rarely, we rarely take control of that, and that's what needs to change. I mean, technology has really revolutionized, in a great way, the way that we do business. However, our brain was not designed for this type of constant activity and stimulation and our brain is a muscle just like your quads or abs are a muscle and imagine if you worked out your abs and they are so sore the next day you're not going to do that same set of, of sit-ups that made you sore you're going to let those muscles relax well our brain doesn't manifest the soreness in the same way as a muscle that we're familiar with in our physical body 
Um, yet it, it will manifest in ways like brain fog, frustration, impatience. And we tend to just ignore those and continue to run on autopilot and continue to uh, multitask and try to have 30 tabs open on our phone and our laptop and go back and forth. And it, it has a, a really, um, it's really dangerous to yeah. do that and to allow our devices to dictate where our attention goes. Can you imagine if the quality of your breath was reflected in the quality of your work or the quality of your relationship. And it really is. And that's where we need to take control back and be aware of our thoughts and our energy so that we can work from a more mindful perspective. And that doesn't require having to go sit in a corner cross-legged for 20 minutes and meditate. I like to say that breath is meditation at the speed of business today. You can stop, as you said earlier, just for 30 seconds or 90 seconds and recalibrate. And we need to become more aware of our sort of addiction or codependency to our devices. And we do need to set boundaries. Yeah, I think you've nailed it. Uh, Both words, codependency and addiction. I want to stay with the addiction term because every time I talk about something like this, you know, I, I ruffle a few feathers, but we know what addiction is. We know when we know how to use the word addiction, Sandy, right? So if yeah. you see somebody that cannot put down a bottle of alcohol after one drink or just have one or two and needs to really drink to the point of I'm gone, right? Uh, you say, oh, probably has a drinking problem. But when we see somebody with a device, that cannot put it down, not for five minutes, 10 minutes, right? Even to the point where I'm driving in my car and I got to text somebody or I got to do something, right? Uh, We don't say the same thing because the consequence is different, right? Uh, If you drink too much, it's a severe consequence in the outer world. If you are digitizing yourself, in a way that you are so addicted, you can't see the deadly, what I call the deadly vapor of emotional and psychological trauma that is happening in your mind by your absolute inability, yours, mine, everybody that has experienced this inability to put the thing down. Now, having said that, let's talk how you address that in your book. Yeah, and also the multitasking that happens when we're mm. when we are trying to do so many things at once and and work at the pace of technology. What happens is, have you ever done something and then five minutes later you didn't realize that you did it, or you, and you you kind of circle back to that task and then you go, oh yeah, I already did that. Oh my god, yeah, that is terrible, and that's what happens. Our brain is is really affected. Um, with multitasking, we're not concentrating, we're not fully present or fully attentive. And what good is it if you do something you don't even remember and then you have to take the time to either fix the mistake or you're circling back? It's, we start to waste a lot of time and we also start to make bad decisions. When we don't have the clarity that we need to really be present and give something our full attention, 
um, it, it shows up. And we, yeah. we may not notice it in the moment, but we will notice it later. Yeah, let me and, let me that, let's do it. Yeah. yeah, let's do a news flash to support what you're saying, right? I, I want to give everybody a news flash to support what you're Good. saying. Because here's the news flash. When I, when I interviewed Horvath a week or so ago, he came on and he made a statement that ruffled more than a few feathers. It pretty much took out the whole bird. Um, and, and basically, and I love that he said it. I, I wasn't sure he was going to come out and say it. But his new brain research book and what he said was this. There pretty much... No such thing as multitasking. It cannot happen. You cannot multitask. You think you are multitasking. You are not. You're doing one thing, but you think you're doing more than one. That's why what you just said, Sandy, is so important. That's why we don't remember it. <laughs> Sorry. But isn't that an interesting idea to support what you're talking about? Exactly. It, it really is critical for us to just begin to look at our habits and become more self-aware because once you do that, it really is so easy to recalibrate and go inward and stop and change. And um, these habits, even if they've been in your brain for decades, Dr. David Bach, who's a Harvard-trained neurologist, shares the good news that it's never too late to rewire your brain. And it simply is stopping and, and swapping up that negative habit, the multitasking, the, the unconscious behavior, the autopilot, swapping it up for stopping, taking mm -hmm. a deep breath, and deciding and committing to focus on one task at a time. If you, and people, if, once you begin to do these little exercises, you'll realize how much time you spend multitasking or how much time you spend when you're just not really fully present and what a tremendous difference it makes to swap that behavior because then everything aligns. Your mind is aligned with your body. It's connected. You start to reach your goals effortlessly and things, it really is magical when you become present and you make decisions from this place of creativity and clarity and mindfulness and focus, it's really, it's magical. So I hope people give it a try and understand that all of my tools in the book are easily integrated into even the busiest schedules. Okay, I want to talk about one thing in particular, and Benny, let's go ahead and skip the break. And we have two copies of the book to give away, 1-800-930-2819. I was reading, I went back and I was reading uh, your book again, and I, I kind of got hooked on um, the turn your morning routine into a powerful ritual. And I want to talk with you about that because, you know, I don't know. I had a mom that used to have these sayings about how you start your day and how you start your morning. Um, and, and, I, and I find that in this world we live in today, it's important, right? It's important. So now even in the morning for me, while coffee may be brewing, I'm walking outside to see how my little teeny lettuce plants are doing. You get me? <laughs> mm -hmm. I love it. <laughs> but 
I was surprised to see this in the book because I had not thought about this. Talk about what what this is that you've considered by putting this section, turn your morning routine into a powerful ritual, because it's not just like a small section. It's a powerful, powerful section, and it also includes what we put in our body. Can you talk a little bit about why this was important to you? Sure. Thank you. Um, Yeah, the morning routine for me has been important for many, many years because when things get really busy as an entrepreneur, you know, you wake up and already, you're, at least I was, I would start off the day anxious and worried and thinking, how am I going to fit everything in? And half the things on my list were new and I didn't know how to solve those problems. I didn't have solutions on hand. And when I began to then stop that behavior and immediately switch it to taking a few deep breaths and strategically thinking about my day, believing that I would find solutions to everything, believing that I could handle everything. In fact, this is exciting. You know, there is a certain level of good stress, which is, wow, I have my own business. There's a demand for things. And this is an excellent kind of stress to have. And um, so you can shift your perspective. And you can move into your day from this powerful place of, wow, this is going to be an incredible day. And when, again, when you believe that and you take a few breaths, whatever kind of breath tool you like to use, you inhale the confidence, you exhale any frustration, and you move forward. And when you start your day like that, it becomes sort of second nature so that if you were to wake up and just immediately start going or pick up your phone and and let the external stuff immediately into your life, you'll start to crave that feeling of control that you have when you wake up and make that time, even if it's three minutes. When you make it your own and you set your goals and priorities and you set your mood and your mindset, it is incredibly empowering. And it's I can't imagine starting your day any other way, especially, again, because you don't have to reserve a chunk of time for this, even if you take 90 seconds and just set your goals and set your priorities and move forward. It's so empowering and really starts your day off with the first person that you encounter that day. They'll see that you're ready for the day and you have a positive energy and things start to flow and align. Look, I could talk to you for like a million hours and I love, not only do I love what, what you've done here, but um, I want to make sure folks know how to get a copy of the book, but how to find out more about you because I was over at your other website, uh, youridea.inc.com. And I, I was really, I, I like to poke around and I was looking and I said, Oh, wait a minute, breathe like a boss, breathe like a boss. Let me look at that. But I was really struck by, first of all, your phenomenal success. So at one point I said, I want to be you when I grow up. Uh, (laughs) But but then I was reminded of our age difference. So my friend said, okay, you can come back as her in your next life. So there was that moment. Um, But for me, there's something I learned. and And I want to ask you about this. I looked at 
and I've been asked and being interviewed recently, people ask me, what was it about 2008, 9, and 10? How did I figure out to expand from the Dr. Pat show to transformationradio.fm and the network? Why would I do that in a time that people were foreclosing on their... And I thought about this, and, and I'm reading your book, and you have the answer. See, we can breathe life into possibilities. See, we can breathe life into possibilities. And you talk about this in a lot of ways. I want to take a minute and ask you about that, because we don't stop to think that deep breaths could also open up an invisible portal to possibilities, to creativity, to ideas that may not have existed in our fast-paced, I-can't-catch-my-breath world. Did you intend for that message as well? Because it's everywhere in everything you do. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you for asking that. And thank you for the compliments and likewise. Um, yes, I really am an advocate for us all to create our own opportunities and to, as I say in the book, breathe like a boss and to breathe your goals to life. Because as we talked about in the beginning of our conversation, when you think positively and strategically and you breathe through the obstacles that are standing in your way before you know it, you've created your own opportunities. And I think that that's why you decided to expand because you felt called to do so. And when it's the right time for you personally, it's usually a great, you're filling some sort of void in the marketplace as well. And so I'm a believer that breath does create abundance. And when you begin to breathe into the idea that timing is important, and if you felt the need at that time to do it, follow your gut instinct, create your own opportunities. When you build it, they will come. And it's, if your passion is behind it and you believe in it, I believe that people should move forward and creating your own opportunities. Often people wait for the perfect time, the perfect circumstance, the right person to say yes. If you're talking to someone who's not saying yes, move on. Get closer to the right person, the right match for your certain situation. But I believe in sort of visualizing the end result that you want, and then reverse engineering it. And all of this, this, the power of the mindset is really important. But in the end, we need to move from thought into strategic action. And that's where everything, that's where those goals come to life. And that's where those opportunities become reality, is you actually, you know, take action. Um, But when you've done it strategically and mindfully, and you've breathed through it, everything will start to align. Yeah. You know, Sandy, first of all, and thank you, I know the hour is moving by, but I want to leave with this one thing from your book. One of the things I grabbed onto, and I think we'll have a minute to comment on it, was the turnaround for me in my life. And you reiterate again, you say in the book, the best programs are the ones you do. And so you go on to say, with mindfulness and meditation, we have medicine that works and yet the vast majority of people won't do it. That's why the best well-being programs are the ones 
you do. Whatever practice it is, if you're doing it, even if it may not be as effective and you may be leaving a lot of potential for well-being on the table, if you're doing something, it's great. And it may be the path towards something deeper. And what I want to say about that is you've opened up the door for us to do that here. And what a reminder of taking action, any action to move forward. So I want to thank you for that. Last question, please give out your website. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? And thank you for doing what you do. Thank you so much. Uh, what I'd love to leave everyone with is the thought that just all it takes is 90 seconds, so give it a try. And just what you said, to reiterate that the best practice is something that you'll do, there's also not a right way or a wrong way to start to shift your perspective and breathe and pair it with a positive thought. Customize the practice that will work for you. Nobody knows better what you need to hear in a challenging moment or in order to empower yourself. Nobody knows better than you do. So start to empower yourself daily in short snippets and say those words to yourself and breathe into them and give it a try. And let me know how it works for you. Um, yes, again, you can reach me on Twitter or Instagram at, at Sandy Abrams or the website, theceom.com. And I'm so grateful to have had this conversation with you today. Thanks, Dr. Pat. Yeah, I'm telling you, I have to be reminded, it doesn't matter how many hours I do this, you know, I get a book like yours that comes across my desk at exactly the time that I need to have it so that I could realize that I'm walking around most of the time holding my breath and I too can breathe to succeed. Thank you for that, Sandy. Thanks a lot. Awesome. Awesome. Whoa. We're going to take a short break, everybody. We're not done yet. Hey, you can breathe like a boss. But you could just breathe like yourself. That's what Sandy says. We'll be right back. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.